0: All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here on 103.9 FM, WYAB. Hey, look, man, I got out this weekend to Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. Stopped by there, visited with Chip for a minute, and you should do the same. They got 12 different specialty pizzas, or you can build your own. You can try the Wheel of Flavor, put three different specialty pizzas onto one pie, or try, try one of their nine different frozen daiquiris. Heck, they've even got daiquiris to go now. Don't ask me how they do it. There's something with the alcohol levels, they were able to tweak them just enough to make it legal. You can now get daiquiris to go. I believe you can get them delivered from Take a Break Deliveries, but don't quote me on that. I think he told me that the other night. Uh, check with them. But look, man, get you a pizza and a half gallon of daiquiris brought to the house. That sounds <laughs> sounds like a good time anytime. <laughs> uh, so get by or just go by there and see them in person. Acme Pizza and Daiquiris located right there in Fannin Mart on the Riz, in front of the Bowling Alley. Acme, Pizza and Acme. They're open daily at 4. They're not open for lunch. Got to give them a break, but they are there till at least midnight every night, slinging pies. Good folks. Good atmosphere. Hey, they even got a Clay with Show sticker on the, uh, on the window, on the mirror behind the bar there. So uh, it's even that much cooler of a place. And, of course, it is available on Take A Break Deliveries. Use the promo code CLAY601 in all caps, and you'll get $5 off your first delivery fee. Or download their app, and you'll get a promo code every day. So uh, check them out. All right, Sheriff. Uh, I do want to get into the redistricting, redistricting stuff, but when listeners have questions, mm-hmm. I do I like to jump into that. And uh, Derek texts in, and uh, I'm just going to read the whole text here. It says Sheriff Tucker: Is there any leads? Is there any new information or leads in the Meyer Lewis case? I strongly believe the mother knows what happened to her based off of her body language. Not saying she did it, but her body language suggested that she was being deceptive when doing interviews.
1: Uh well, like I was telling you off the air there a while ago, uh the uh every officer during his career has that one case that just for whatever reason just bothers them and, and, and follows them their entire career and even afterwards. But uh, you know, there's no doubt, I've I've said it time and time again that uh, the Myra Lewis case, that's that's my unicorn. I've I've not been able to get it off my mind. I, I think about it all the all the time uh you know we went through every possible means we could to, to locate myra we still get tips uh that come into the sheriff's department we still follow tips i mean we get them internationally you know, uh, of possible sightings uh I'm not going to accuse anybody uh, or get into the actual particulars of the case, but we interviewed people and, and we we've got our theories uh, or hypothesis. We don't we don't have any information uh, to uh, actually give us uh, uh, enough to um, go forward beyond that because we don't uh, obviously we've never found Myra so. Uh, it's frustrating, we do still get tips uh, i Derek's not the only person that feels that way um, but uh you know you, you you can't beat information out of people you you can only follow the facts where they lead you and uh I think that we have followed them uh, extensively and and it's it's heartbreaking that we haven't been able to to get more accomplished, uh, for Myra. Um, but, uh, the fact is that we, we don't have any more information that, you know, than the last update that we gave, which was probably last year on the anniversary of her disappearance. But, uh, it's a great question. We all got to live with it. Uh, a lot of different opinions out there.
0: Yeah. It's sad. I mean, I know I've seen everything, of course, the there's worst case scenario that she's no longer with us there's people who think she could be uh being grown, grown up or growing up living with somebody else mm-hmm. you know in another part of the country i mean i've, I've seen all the rumors and speculation as well I and mean, that's devastating that you know to think a child can just disappear like that yeah you know but that that is life unfortunately And you, like i said you can't unfortunately and i'll say it unfortunately you can't beat uh information out of folks but uh, maybe one day Maybe one day, a little tweak of the laws, we'll be able to do that. <laughs> All right. I ain't going to get the sheriff in no trouble this morning, I promise. All right. W- one more one more incendiary thing here from me. Not This ain't got nothing to do with anything, but let's just play a game of whataboutism here with you. Let's just say, for instance, I was a visitor at the Rankin County. I mean, the Madison County Sheriff's Department. I say Rankin County so often. The Madison County Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. I'm a visitor in there, and... um. I just so happen to drop a little baggie of cocaine. Not that I would have that, but again, what aboutism? And and then at a day or so later, somebody that works there finds a baggie of cocaine on the floor. I'm going to guess, without giving away any security detail of the of the of the jail, there's probably enough cameras around there to track it back to figure out who dropped that when and where. <laughs> this is a DC joke, huh? This is a DC joke. <laughs> okay. Would, would, would I be arrested? And charge, even if you didn't see me do it, but you could prove it was mine. I mean, surely you can fingerprint that baggie. You could, you could find the solve the solve the mystery of the miscellaneous bag of cocaine.
1: Well, let me say this, I, you know, and I haven't gotten into all the what took place up there. I've heard about it, but you know, based on what I've heard, I I can tell you that the uh, that particular house is probably. A lot more secure and has more sophisticated equipment and you know in the way of cameras and and surveillance uh type equipment than than what the sheriff's department has here locally <laughs> yeah. uh but we we have the ability there to uh you know we every hallway everything that we have is is videoed and uh uh we would be able to uh Go back and watch that video and tell when it was dropped, who dropped it uh, and like you said you, there's other ways of you know forensic evidence being able to to fingerprint and and or DNA you know DNA's yeah. convicted a lot of people yeah, so, yeah I, I I would think we would be able to do that
0: well I, I say all that because i'm glad you I'm glad you ended it like that because if y'all can do it, surely they can, and that this playing this game that that they that that will never know who dropped it. I'm, I'm tired of being insulted. You know, that's, that's how I ended up getting into all this anyway. I felt, like, I felt like my intelligence was being insulted in Jackson, but they keep blaming all their problems on something else that it didn't. And I feel like that's what's going on here in the White House, is they're, they're insulting our intelligence as a country, saying that they'll never be able to tell us who this is. And let's in let's this other caveat. Let's say I'm a known crack addict, and I have access, and you find a bag of drugs. You're going to at least look at the known crack addict first and play a little process of elimination, Well, I I think it would – I think just the
1: the near nature of that would indicate that you would start where the the history of problem is.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean – all right. So to my point, if the Madison County Sheriff's Department can break this case, no offense. They're really good at what they do. The White House should dang sure be able to as well. The Secret Service should – you know there's Secret Service agents up there that are just fumigating mad. It, you know like they being handcuffed not being able to do your job i can imagine that happens locally some you know you can imagine they're like what this is not what we signed up for to run cover for this family <laughs> it's to keep them from being killed not or harmed it's not to it's not to run cover for them you know yeah i, mean, I have a cousin that's retired secret service i have to have a conversation with him about it sometimes he was with reagan when he got shot and um I had to have a conversation with him sometime about that. Maybe we can get him on the radio sometime. And, and to
1: their credit, they they do. You know, they're in a,
0: a thankless situation. I, I, applaud, I
1: applaud them for what they do. They they go through a lot of training, and you know, it's when you're controlled in what you can say. That's that's not their fault.
0: I mean, you you've worked with those guys several times, I'm sure. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, Trump came to town a couple of times. On um, and it, I, I saw him at Madison School. He was still a candidate then, and then um, saw him at the uh, Coliseum. Hey, he was a candidate. He wasn't president yet, I don't think. Or Was he? He wasn't president. No, yet. he wasn't a president yet then. Yeah, but yeah, that, that was a good one. I took my daughter to that. I said, you, yeah. "I said, well, you need to go do this because you're going to want to be able to say you saw a living president."
1: Oh yeah. yeah, and I did. And I just just real quick, I'll tell you this: when he got off of uh, that uh, bus when he pulled up there. Before he did anything else, you know, we had a significant number of law enforcement, Secret Service, Highway Patrol, our guys, Madison PD, uh, you know, just a significant number of people there. And he did not do a single bit of speaking or anything until he went over and shook every one of those officers' hands personally. I
0: was really impressed by that. Yeah. You know, and you hear those stories, I, I've seen photos from those trips and photos with a uh, different task force and stuff that were... Helping do security and, you know, everybody says to a man that you know he he treats law that that's not an act.
1: No, he cares.
0: Yep. Yeah, he does absolutely. All right, let's take one more break. When we come back, I, I am finally going to get to this. I want to get into this conversation about judicial redistricting uh, with Yazoo and Madison County, what the potential fallout of that could be, all of that stuff. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I got your questions too for the sheriff on the Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. Madison County Sheriff Randy Tucker here in the studio with me. We'll be right back. On the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at Show dot com for shirts and more. Peace.